Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Our dub, man, special player. He made some special runs today. Some there was something there and some there wasn't, and he made something out of nothing. I mean, it's hard to tackle. Obviously, Rocket, I don't know what he had. What, he had 50 yards rushing or something like that somewhere in there. But Rocket had a good day, too. But Dom stood out and our dub stood out. Rocket, you know, we, Rocket had a good day. It's just, you know, that's what we expected. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. And whenever the weekend comes to an end, you know it's a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we want to get to all of the reactions over the sports weekend and hear from you. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, of course, we'll have all those reactions, but we're also going to have Andrew Ellis of Hogsports.com going to join us to give us the latest up-to-date information on Razorback Fall Camp as there were some storylines from the scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, some good news and some not-so-good news, but we'll talk about that with him. Also, once again, going to have Chris Gordy on in the 3 o'clock hour as we'll discuss some of the NFL news with him as well as get into some baseball with that, too. We'll have a lot of headlines and storylines as well and try to move through it all the best that we can, but it is a fun time, 19 days away from Razorback football starting up. But did have preseason games over the weekend, did uh, have some other stories, too, and I finally got around to watching the first episode of Hard Knocks. So it was uh, it was a very football-centric weekend from the sports world. Good deal. Right in time for episode two to come out tomorrow. So That's right. Great timing on it. Yeah, I was, I was really, because again, it's I've always liked Hard Knocks, but when it's your team, it means a little bit more, but uh, it was exactly how I thought the first episode would be. Aaron Rodgers. Just, just everything about Aaron Rodgers, which is great. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to know more about it, but uh, off to a good start for uh, for Hard Knocks, and you said it's, it's four episodes or six episodes? Four, four episodes. Okay, so a uh, quarter of the way through. But yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> tomorrow night, right? Tuesday night yes. is when it gets released. So yeah, but it was really good. I was impressed by it, and impressed by Aaron Rodgers, and seems like the team really likes him too. It's amazing what a good quarterback can do for for the morale. They're really going to feature Sauce Gardner quite a bit too with oh, the yeah. season he had, being an All Pro as a rookie, and you think that you know players continue to get better as they get deeper into their career and. He's got off to a really good start. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And so seeing the, the dynamic with him and the coaches and also the Zach Wilson angle, it was great. It was great for hard knocks, but uh, a lot of preseason football and college football news that's been going around and, of course, some uh, other sports news as well. But we know with Razorback football again, 19 days away, and I know we play this game every single time, I feel like, when we start talking about the amount of days. And it's like the number. You know, you think about the number 
I nineteen is one of those. Man, I, I have nobody. I Tyson have nobody. Morris. Oh gosh. Now, okay, so now I got one. I forgot about Tyson Morris. Him and uh, okay, so I looked it up too. A guy named Carlton Salters. You remember him by chance? Probably no one does. Yeah. But it's a he. He had like two plays, like the late Houston Nut, early Petrino era. He had like two plays. He was a track star too. He was kind of I think which is what Tyson Morris was. And he, they were both were 19. I was like, that's all I can figure Lance out. Lance Allworth? Was he not 19 at Arkansas? He was 19 in the NFL. That's actually a good question. I may need to look that up. I just typed in on Google, like, Arkansas football 19, just to see what popped up. But maybe that's the case. If that's the case, then we're, all right, we, got a, we got a champion of the number 19. But uh, 19 days. Because it's also not a very common I mean, NFL number either, right? Like, it's, Oh, it is now. Okay. Because receivers. There are a lot of receivers that wear it now. Oh, okay, that's right, because of the rule changes they had with the, with the numbers. So, okay, that would make sense, but, yeah, 19 days. And I feel like after this point, like from 18 all the way down, you got a, you got a ton of players that you can think of, or at least some pretty name. Like, you know, tomorrow you'll have 18. There's been quite a few 18s, 17s, 16s. You know, Traylon Burks, not more, no longer a Mitch Mustang number. It's a Traylon Burks number. you got to give him credit for that. And, of course, uh, 15 for 1-5. So there'll be a lot of different uh, people in the mix. So Lance Allworth was 23 at Arkansas. 23. But okay. he, I mean, famously wore 19 in the NFL. See, that, that, and that's maybe where I was. I, I remember him wearing 19 in the NFL, and I should have just, uh, I'm glad I didn't assume that he wore 19 at Arkansas because I would have been like, oh, yeah, 19, here's Lance Allworth playing. Like, idiot, it's 23. Uh, so he's wearing 23 for it was cool, before Jordan did. Got to give him credit there, but... Yeah, 19 days away from Razorback football starting up, and the game will be right here, of course, in Little Rock at War Memorial Stadium. So going to be an exciting time, I know, especially for the, the tailgaters out there. It'll be good to have it back out, and the tailgating party doesn't go anywhere else except for our tailgate party with the buzz. Again, it's going to be behind Double B's at Fair Park in Markham, so be sure to come on out and check that out as it's going to be a lot of fun to to dive into and get ready for the football season. And, I mean, what better way to kick off the season than not only having it here in Little Rock War Memorial Stadium, but hanging out with the Buzz that day, too. Oh, it's going to be a fantastic day, other than the heat. But it's going to be the first game of the season at War Memorial, getting the season started, and uh, it doesn't matter who the opponent is. It's the first game of the season. Mm -hmm. Was it? uh, I think we've talked about this. I'm hoping that it – I don't know if it was the last time it was a game at – no, it wasn't the last time the game was at Little Rock. I think it was the last time there was a season opener at Little Rock was when – they played was a Florida A and M that yep. had the jerseys. They kept getting penalties for at the beginning of every quarter because uh, I guess there was like a white jersey with white letters. I, I don't remember. But All yeah. you could see was the outline of the number. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, like who dropped the ball on that one? Like, come on, you got to know the rules. If you're gonna have those cool jerseys, you got to at least look at it and be like, okay, well, this looks cool, but will we get in trouble for it? Well, you did. I don't. Was it a timeout or an unsportsmanlike penalty? I don't remember what it was. It was some at the beginning of every quarter, though. Yeah, I think it was unsportsmanlike okay. penalty. You can't re- really remember. I don't think they would assess a timeout every time because <laughs> that won. would definitely hamper them. Yeah, it's like here's your one timeout at the uh, end of the, each half. Yeah, I, I just remember that and how weird it was. But uh, I don't know if uh, Western Carolina will have one of those incidents. Probably not, but... Uh, it's just going to be great to see football once again. We need to, uh, be, you know, beforehand, just look at Western Carolina, see what their uniforms are like or any, because we don't know anything about them. Yeah, well, I've been actually working on getting their head coach on our show the, the week of the game, because I think we did, well, I don't remember if it was last season or the year before, um, because remember, oh, what was it? No, it was the Georgia Southern coach, remember? Because yes. then he got fired the next week after he came on our show, Arkansas played him, and then the next week he was fired. It's a bad trend. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Western Carolina's coach may be looking at that saying, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. We're, we're, we're 0 for 1 for coaches keeping their jobs after making their appearance on a, out of bounds for Arkansas's opponent. But. but it looks like they're like purple and beige. Like okay. purple jerseys, beige pants okay because well that's funny because in eastern carolina also purple they're similar yeah okay. yeah they are purple for okay. sure yeah well I, I think it's more purple and gold or something yeah well i just say they mimic each other a little bit but yeah we'll uh, we'll have a lot more fun with that too and checking it out and previewing it but we'll work on that we already got people who are lined up here on the on the call so let's go ahead and uh, get to it uh savage is in cab what's up savage what's going on fellas doing all right doing good doing great my man oh yeah now john watching the hard knocks uh, what you thought about the coach's reaction during practice? I mean, Aaron Rodgers comes out, and I get it. You know, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers, you know, a follower. Of, like, a, you know, everybody's treating this guy like the coach was in awe of Aaron Rodgers. You know, you got to be a coach. You know, what you what was your take? You know, watching it, you know, from the the 
when they were having practice there on a hard knock. Uh, you know what? Did you I, think it was a little much, or no, did you, I, I, you I, I, thought I, it was normal? I discussed this with a friend of mine because he asked the same thing to me, and like my opinion on it is it's like, all right, imagine what the reaction would have been from mankind when they first discovered fire and how excited they were. That's kind of like what the coaches are like. We, well, this is what a quarterback looks like with New York. This is what a, this is what's supposed to be. I mean, I didn't mind it. It's one of those deals to where I get it would rub people the wrong way. And if it's your team, if it was somebody else, maybe I'd laugh at it, and make fun of it. But right. I don't care as long as he just keeps making those passes in games. That's what I care about. Yeah, I, I just thought it was a little, you know, it's just a little much. You know, it was just the ooh and an on. Man, <laughs> coach the coach the Jets. You yeah. know, you got a player. He's a good one. Coach him. Don't sit there like you've never seen this guy throw a spiral and a fake pass. And I mean, just I, don't know, I just thought it was gimmicky. But and John, they were talking about you this morning. So do you oh, lay the can in bed or is it a spray tan? Which one do you got? On oh, for, oh okay, so my tan was dis- discussed this morning. Okay, so that was another thing too. Yes, sir. Uh, this is uh, a mixture of I would say being outside and playing golf and going to the lake and uh, also having uh, a place to where I get inside of this uh, vestibule and they uh, uh, you know have these uh, really high tech rays that happen to tan you very wait, wait, quickly. Wait, what's that called again? I don't know. I'm trying to make it sound good. It's a tanning bed. It's all it is. It's a tanning bed. Yeah, they said you were a different color. So it, oh gosh. It <laughs> can't have can't have me being misrepresented that way. Got to make sure that everyone understands that it is indeed a tanning bed. So, right. Hey, talk about Brandon Allen with the 49ers, man. I think he's going to start for him because the rest of them quarterbacks are like trash. Y'all have a good one. All right, Savage. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, they're uh, they're going with Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy is not ready to go for the season at this point, and they're still having him on reps and and limited action. So. Trey Lance actually started the game yesterday against the Raiders, but um, he's in a battle for the third-string quarterback against Sam Darnold. So one of them probably is on the outs unless they decide to make a trade with Trey Lance. Was there a connection with some sort of 49ers coach in Brandon Allen? Did I see or hear something about that? Not sure about that, but um, he was with the Bengals for years because of the connection with Zach Taylor, the head yeah. coach with the Bengals. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everyone's rooting for him, and you know, I know the quarterback situation is interesting there in San Francisco as it is, but uh, maybe we'll get some at least some playing time and uh, maybe be able to go through that battle too. He played a bit yesterday. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Brinson Stuttgart. Let's go to him. What's up, Brent? What's going on, John and Joe? Hey, Brent. John. Yeah. A great Razorback number nineteen led the Hawks to the national championship. Quarterback Fred Marshall. There you go. Okay. See, this is that was before hey. my time. I appreciate it, Brent. Hey, hey, John. Uh, I just want you to know everybody needs to get a pick. That Zeke uh, Vaughn looked great from uh, for the Cowboys uh, Saturday night. Oh. You know who Chris Vaughn's son? Deuce Vaughn, yes. Deuce Vaughn. Yes, sir. He's 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 gonna be a player. I'm just telling you. Well, let's just hope the Cowboys and, don't ruin him, Brent. Hey, did you did you guys get a chance to watch the coaches in the mouth? With I, Sam Pittman? I did watch it, Brent. That was awesome. Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, hey, yeah, because I didn't realize it was Bray. Yeah, I didn't realize Bray Cook was on there. That was because he's a good friend of mine. I guess I forgot that he does oh, yeah, a podcast. Bray is our technical coach. Yeah, there you Bray, go. Bray does our cameras and everything. He's great. Well, that's great. Yeah, it was good stuff, Brent. Thank you. All right, we appreciate you calling in, man. We're up against it. We got a lot more coming up on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. More of the show coming up next. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Sports Center. Arkansas football held their first scrimmage of fall camp on Saturday. The defensive line stood out according to Coach Pittman. Defensive lineman Cam Ball spoke to the media after practice. All of us, we was hungry as a whole. 
Um, you can tell that the chemistry is really there. We all played together. You know, it was all one, all on one accord. And basically, we just gave a preview of how it's going to be this season. Arkansas got the day off Sunday. They'll be back in action again today. Stay tuned to the buzz for updates. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Midland Rockhounds 8-2 yesterday. They've lost five of their six matchups with them. The Travelers are in a skid as they're just 1-11 in the month of August. The Travelers will try to break out of their slump tomorrow when they travel to Amarillo to take on the Sod Poodles. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Summer's coming to an end soon, and so will the great summer auto loan special from Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Hurry to take advantage of rates as low as 2.49%, 84 months financing and no payments for 90 days. Apply online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. For August, our office visit it is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with attraction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at lrac.com. Here are some facts about Arch Marine in North Little Rock you need to know. Arkansas families have been shopping at Arch Marine for generations, and they keep coming back for obvious reasons, like great service and outstanding products. Arch carries a full line of G3 boats, as they are Central Arkansas's G3 leader. They carry a full line of Yamaha and Tohatsu motors. They can customize the durable, well-built John boat. Have I mentioned they carry a full line of Buffalo and Winona canoes, feel-free kayaks, and all the Yak Attack accessories? Your grandfather trusted Arch Marine, so should you. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. They give it to Rocket coming left, big hole to midfield. Rocket to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the house. Sanders for the touchdown, 64 yards. Hudson Henry sprung him with a block, and the Razorbacks have opened it up. On 1037 The Buzz. <laughs> Yo, remember yeah. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like. <laughs> Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the day. Is it out the most the king? Yo, it's about a thing. Uh, yeah, feel yo. real good. Wait. Yes, I think it is a good thing because I told the guys, I said, call it as, as close as you possibly would in a game. I don't, you know, I, we need this. We need to be able to show penalties and just have a reel of them and say why and teach them, you know, things of that nature. Uh, so, 
Yes, obviously, it, I, I was disappointed that we had the pre-snap ones. The the ones on the secondary, um, that's just simply, uh, to me, uh, coaching and teaching that we can we can correct. The other thing is, is mental, and uh, we ought to be better than that. We've got to do a better job coaching, too, you know, uh, on the pre-snap things, too. We, we, we've got to be better there, too. That was Sam Pittman after their scrimmage happened on Saturday, and uh, some of the, the concerns that he may have had, but uh, you know, when he hears something about penalties and whatnot, you know, it's part of uh, having a first scrimmage, and uh, yeah, you know, he makes the point too that another thing is like if you have a bunch of penalties because there's holding or because there's pass interference, that's one thing. But pre-snap penalties and stuff you just can't ever have and should never have, especially when you have an experienced team like Arkansas does. Yeah, those are the mistakes you definitely want to cut down on and mistakes altogether, but. If it is something that is a procedure or the way you're lining up in the formation, that's just, uh, it's unexcusable. Yeah, and that's what fall camp is about, though. You know, getting these issues fixed and adjusted first scrimmage or first week or whatever it is, getting it done, and then that way by the time the first game rolls around here in 19 days, won't have to worry about it. So that way they'll be penalty-free the entire time and never line up offside. And, and sometimes some of that is on the coaches when For we're sure. talking about formation and and uh, being in something that's illegal, the coaches are the ones that they're putting them in that formation to begin with. And then if it is some kind of lineup where uh, you see somebody out of place or somebody that's not on the line that should be there, then they're supposed to recognize that. Yeah, and, and I think it was the like special teams 2020 Auburn. Right? I think I, or it's been a thing where they've on punts, they would line up and not in a legal formation all the time. And it was just so annoying. Like how 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 is this happening? Like I get it, even if it's like offense, it happens sometimes. But on punt, it's like that's just the job that you you just that's your thing. Like a lot of those players, that's the one thing they do. If you're on punt, and you can't even know where to get lined up. And again, it may be a coaching thing too, but that's a that's the stuff that really will make you just want to tear your hair out. It's just stuff like that can't happen, shouldn't happen, especially for an experienced team. But. You have to have seven on the line and four bad. That's right. Simple. That's right. And then you can't cover up certain players that are on the line. Okay, you said that in what, like a sentence and a half. I mean, like, <laughs> how, how are college-educated kids not being able to do it and these at least highly paid coaches not being able to do it? But hopefully those problems don't end up happening too much. But uh, another thing that Sam Pittman uh, talked about, uh, and this is something we uh, didn't necessarily have the audio because it was kind of a short little part of it, but saying that uh, the pass protection was something that he was a little concerned about from the Saturday scrimmage for KJ. Uh, I think you give a lot of credit, and he did, to the defensive line that they were going up against, but... Also, for uh, a lot of new incoming offensive linemen and some transfers and some guys that are stepping up, uh, you can't be having K.J. Jefferson run for your life because I don't care how good skill position guys you have. I don't care how good your running backs are. I don't care how good your tight ends quarter. It doesn't matter. If you can't block for any of them, it's going to fall apart. And so uh, that was – I mean, there's always been things that he's maybe talked about needs to get better or whatever, but when he said concern, that's really been the, the biggest concern – so far in these full pad practices, just protecting the quarterback. Yeah, that's massive for Arkansas. And we've seen what effect it has whenever K.J. does have to run around or if he's gotten injured because of uh, something that happens when the play breaks down. But also uh, for offensive line, we know that how valuable it is to Arkansas running the ball. So it is a difference in pass protection and then run blocking. But, it, you know, at the end of the day, the offensive line needs to be able to block with whatever they're doing at the time. And another thing, too, is like people who hear that and they start freaking out or start saying, oh, this is going to be a major problem. I, I'm not looking at it as an issue unless next Saturday or the Saturday after when you have those scrimmages, if Sam Pittman's still coming out and saying pass protection's a problem, then it, then it becomes a problem. Like having it your first scrimmage, it could be something where – Maybe they just weren't they weren't ready to roll. Maybe it's just the defense was was getting after them. Like one thing can just be an exception, but if it becomes the rule, you know, after a couple of Saturdays, that's when it becomes dicey. So we know at this point too, the depth chart is forever changing. So if it is still a problem and it's lingering, now you're looking at making changes as to who some of the starters may be. Yeah, which they got they got plenty of offensive linemen to choose from as far as bodies, but do they have the quality depth, the talent? Uh, that's yet to be determined. So hopefully they shore that up. And, uh, you know, defensive line's been getting a lot of praise, especially defensive ends. And that's great. You want to have that. that that's awesome. But uh, you got to protect your quarterback, your your prize piece, your, your team, your your guy, K.J. Jefferson. It always makes you wonder, though, and you want to see that balance. It's like if the defense is 
really getting after it on the offense? Is the defense really that good? Or is there, you mm-hmm. know, the offense isn't that good and then vice versa? It's like if your offense is just wearing out your defense, you're like, yeah, you really don't want to see that because now you're worried about how the defense is going to be and how they're going to perform. Yeah, and I thought about that too with Sam Pittman, but I'm like, okay, well, he, since he's an offensive line guy, it had to be at least a little bit more than just, oh, the defensive line was getting really after him. He's probably like, no, 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 you guys ain't getting this. You're, you're not you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So uh, that could be problematic. Because I remember when Petrino was the coach, I was talking with Tyler Wilson once, and he and I think this was something that's been discussed before, but he would say that the quarterback basically there was nothing but positives for the quarterback as far as how the practice was set up. Like you as a defensive back, you do not bat down that ball. You don't bat down any balls. You don't do any picks. Get the confidence and the level for the quarterback at an all-time high. So, you know, coaches are different on how they approach it where, uh, you know, they, they want to make sure that the whatever's going to be the best part of their team succeeds. But uh, in this particular case, especially with offense and defensive line going up against each other, uh, who knows? Maybe the offensive line will be able to win the day on next Saturday. It could be Petrino is the only one that we've really heard about to that extreme, though. You know, there are offensive-minded coaches, and they want to see the offense perform well. But he's the only one that we can really remember hearing of to that extreme where he's like, the offense is going to have all the success, and then we're, we're going to worry about the defense when we get in games, and at least they can get some stops and key moments. But we're going to we have a plan of outscoring the opponent, and that's going to be our philosophy. Yeah, fun little story about that. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I was uh, had a few classes with Riddell Krim. I don't know how many people remember Riddell Krim, but Riddell Krim was a uh, he was a JUCO transfer in. He had two. He plays junior and senior years for Petrino, and really good guy and a really really good player too. And he said that it was his first the first day at fall camp or maybe at spring practice, whatever it was, but it was a scrimmage, and he was just out there, you know. Doing, doing what defensive backs do. And he said he broke up a pass, and, and he was celebrating, you know, and his, his team came over there, and he said Petrino came flying out at him and just ripped him a new one. Like he said he had <laughs> never seen any coach rip him as bad as he did, and he could not understand it. And I, and I think it was like Willie Robinson or whoever he goes over, he's like, hey, you know, we, we don't bat balls down here. We don't, we don't do these things. This oh, is, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it, was a, it was a wild thing. But uh, also in that 2011 Texas A&M game, for those of you who don't remember, Arkansas had a big, or was down big to A&M, uh, 35-17 at halftime, and then Arkansas came back and won 42-38. Uh, speaking of defense, Arkansas's defense was getting worked in that game. And then Petrino came in at halftime and says, I'm taking over the defensive play calling from Willie Robinson. And then he started calling the defense the rest of the way, and they only gave up three points. And I don't know if that was just a coincidence or what, but... Uh, sometimes Petrino was just even with the defense. He's like, I'm the offensive mind. I'm not. I'm, if you're not doing your job, you're, it's almost like the defensive people were over there, just like, y'all need to do just enough. But if you're not not doing enough, then I'm going to come in here and make sure you do enough. Well, as an offensive guy, and you're that immersed into it, and you just love every aspect of the offense, you also know how to defend the offense mm-hmm. and certain things that you see on the field. So hmm. it it probably worked out best for them. Yeah, that was just. Uh, you know, only the jeez. The fact that that was the last time Arkansas beat Texas A&M up until 2021 is really stupid. I don't know, think and, about that. And it does say a little about Willie Robinson and mm-hmm. what they were doing mm-hmm. defensively. Yeah. Well, and because I don't know if people remember this, we're going down a rabbit trail here, but a rabbit hole. But uh, I remember after Willie Robinson got fired, and this was in 20 after the 2011 season, of course, before the motorcycle wreck. I remember Randy Shannon came in and interviewed for the defensive coordinator job. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, home run hire. This is going to be incredible. And then he turned it down. And I was like, what? Why would he turn it down? Like, it was got a great gig. It would have been perfect. Come find out, he's like, he saw what Petrino was like, this is how you're going to do it. And he's like, nope. Uh, <laughs> I have my own way of doing it, and that ain't it. So it was almost like, not to try to downplay any of the other assistants, but it was like, you're just there to do basically what Petrino tells you to do and to maintain some order. That's what you do. That's and your And now gig. Petrino is in that position as an assistant himself. Yep. How about that? And it's a scary situation for uh, for them to be in. I'll come full circle there, too. Uh, Southern Structural T- Solutions text line. I have a few people who are chiming in. Uh, this one comes from Atomic Hog. Uh, he says, I, I imagine Joe would remember him. Rod Stinson wore number 19 for the Razorbacks. He was running back out of Pine Bluff in the oh, late yeah. 90s. So, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know he was 19. And uh, also, this comes from the 501. says, uh, John, Reaction Monday. What a shocker. Another Hollywood film, The Blind Side, allegedly based a true story that is not true. 
Listeners have been saying this long before today. Someone needs to sue the crap out of these production companies and make the rights to the, the story very restricted before selling the rights. Yeah, that for those of you who don't know, that story, um, which is... I've hated The Blind Side for a long time, and I felt like it was a very overrated movie. I felt like it was a little... like there's, There was just something behind the scenes that just didn't seem right. Well, uh, coming out today... Retired NFL star, who, of course, was the movie about his life, or reportedly about his life, Michael Orr, has uh, apparently petitioned a Tennessee court today with allegations that a central element of the story was a lie, all concocted by the family to enrich themselves at his expense. Essentially, what it comes down to is they said that in, when uh, Michael Orr turned 18 in 2004, the couple tricked him into signing a, co- a document making them his conservators, which we know all about conservatorship with the Britney Spears deal and all that which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. The movie went on to earn more than $300 million, also won an Oscar. But uh, the legal filing says, The lie of Michael's adoption is one upon which co-conservators Lee Ann Tui and, and Sean Tui have enriched themselves at the expense of their ward. And they also said that uh, they were just... Uh, it says the, that they explained to me, this is Michael Orr, that it pretty much means the exact same thing as adoptive parents when he signed off on that, but the laws were just written that... Uh, way and took my age into account and the movie paid the two E's and two of their birth children each $225,000 plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds to which uh, Michael Orr says he got none of that. So, Well, that's where the problem lies yeah. that he didn't get compensated for it, but ah, gosh, it took this long, that's like I'm this saying. many years later to kind of think through that and realize that something was wrong with it. Now, he did have an NFL career, so For sure. he did have good money coming in, and maybe that was off his radar at the time. And now, you know, that he's had time away from the game and time to sit back and reflect, then uh, this is what it's come to. Yeah, and again, if you like the movie, that's fine. Again, it's not necessarily about the quality of the movie now. This is more about the behind-the-scenes deal. But it says, while the deal allowed the Tuies to profit from the film, the petition alleges... A separate 2007 contract purportedly signed by Oher appears to give away to 20th Century Fox Studios the life rights to his story without any payment whatsoever due to him giving away his uh, life story. Yeah, that's where the problem is. That's an issue, yeah. And it also says that, uh, this is again, shady stuff, at least in my opinion. It says the deal lists all four Tui uh, family members, which is the two parents and then the daughter and the son, as having the same representative of Creative Arts Agency... But Orr's agent, who would receive movie contract and payment notices, is listed as Deborah Brannon, who happens to be a close family friend to the Tuies, and the same lawyer who filed the 2004 conservatorship wow. for that. So, not looking too good. Uh, and, and the Tuies have not made a comment or anything like that, but that's they a better bad, not. Yeah, they probably have getting Deborah or whatever her name is, is that's the lawyer they're using to say, please help us. Because the Tuies also wrote in their book in 2010, says that we divided it five ways. They said that in the book, and apparently that's not the case. And also... Oh, they did, but she was the fifth person, not Michael Orr. Who was the other four? It, it was the family members oh, and the, the attorney. The attorney, got you. Yeah. I see. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. And it says, also, uh, uh, Mike's relationship with the Tui family started to decline when he discovered that he was portrayed in the movie as unintelligent. The relationship continued to de- deteriorate as he learned that he was the only member of the family not receiving royalty checks from the movie, and it was permanently fractured when he realized he wasn't adopted officially and legally and a part of the family itself. That's problematic. Yeah, that that's, is. That's extremely problematic. And if it, again, it's all allegations, but if it comes out, shame on the Tuies and shame on everybody that was involved in this, because that movie does not exist with Michael Orr, without, without Michael Orr, without his story, without his everything that he's done. He was the one that got to the NFL. He's the one that had this journey that uh, was a good sports story that made it into a good movie, uh, to some, not to me, but still, an Oscar award-winning movie, and you're telling me that he's the one that got screwed in the whole thing. That's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. Uh, I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb, too, just my whole two cents. I would be hard-pressed, like, maybe the reason this is coming out now or recently is maybe he approached him once again and like, hey, you know, and this is what I've seen, or maybe he had a lawyer that started looking at all this stuff, being like, hey, man, they, they, they screwed you in these things. And then he goes to them and like, hey, I want this. And they say no. And he's like, all right, so here we go. Maybe that's uh, where the petition comes in. But can't wait to see what they have to say uh, <laughs> for themselves. 
Because you feel it like, will be interesting. Like all this stuff is going to have to have paperwork, right? So somebody's wrong. Somebody's lying about this. Oh, they don't want it to come out. They want to settle yeah. and make sure that none of the details hit. Yeah, I'm so glad that a rich family got even more money by being rich. Yeah, because that's what they needed. What a frustrating thing. Uh, from the 501 on our Southern Structural Solutions sex line says, did you expect anything less from Ole Miss folks? <laughs> nope, not at all. Not at all. All right, let's go ahead and squeeze Navy Mike in here. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, man? Um, hey, what's up, Joe? Uh, you know, those conservatorships are just a legal way to rob people of their money. Um, you know, uh, uh, Britney Spears' daddy had her a conservatorship on her for like her entire career up until like two years ago. And he was able to control her money. And she finally was able to get out of it. You know, I mean, you, you, once you find something, then, then, you're, then you're handcuffed as far as it comes to your finances. And that's just a legal way to like rob people. You know, you know that's all it is. That's all conservatorships are. You know, <clears throat> and when it comes down to like the NFL preseason games, everybody wants to say, well, they don't matter. Um, well, it does matter to a few teams. One of those teams being your New York Jets. And the other team being my Carolina Panthers. The offensive lines are horrendous. Now you've got a, you've got a superstar quarterback coming in and if he can, if you can't keep these guys clean, um, what did you pay all the money for him for? You know, uh, uh, Bryce Young just took his first sack, and it's going to be the first of probably, you know, 50, 60, 70 that he's going to take during the season. I, he's not even going to be able to hold, hold up that long. You know, the only comparisons you got for Bryce Young, there's never been a guy like Bryce Young come in. The only comparisons you got is, is uh, Tua. We all know he might be out of the league in two or three years. Or Kyler Murray, and he hasn't lit the league up, set the league on fire. You know, I mean, they, they, they I don't know. Look, due diligence should have been done about this guy's size, and it, I mean, you could you could put twenty, thirty pounds on him. He's still not going to be, you know, uh, the guy from Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen. This is pro football. I mean, these guys come after you. They're, you're, you know, six, six, you know, 280 pounds. You can't, you can't hold up under that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, it's true. You gotta, gotta protect the quarterback. 100%. No matter what and, and size you're, and, you're, and your guy, yeah, you know, and your, and last thing is, you know, your guy, uh, you're now, now he's your guy, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's taking hits in his career. He's been able to hold up. He's been able to be durable. But this offensive line they got in front of them, and you guys are thinking you're going to go make the playoffs, maybe even a Super Bowl? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know? So I'll just give you guys comments on that one. Y'all take care, man. All right. Appreciate it, Navy. I mean, it's it's one of those things to where, you know, it's uh, your quarterback is always good as the offensive line in front of them, of course. But not to say this will happen for just the Jets or in general, but there are times where you've seen, was it the, I guess, when, was it the year the Bengals made the Super Bowl the first time? And they have like one of the worst offensive lines where Burrow was they didn't get sacked like nine times against the Titans in the playoffs. And they like still won that game. Yeah. Yeah. Like amazingly. Yeah. You don't want that, but having an elite quarterback can cover up a lot of those issues that you may have. So uh, but you got to keep them healthy for sure. And uh, you know, the Jets they, they got uh, a few young guys and who knows, maybe Mekhi Becton will be ready to roll and stay healthy because uh, he was a high draft pick a few years ago and Vera Tucker, who's really good, seems to be the right move, but yeah, they yeah. made some moves and tried, just like the Bengals did going from one year to the next. Last year, they made a lot of changes with their offensive line and still had a lot of issues with it. Oh, yeah. So you can overcome it, but, yeah, it's it's just how every team is. Every team wants to have wants to have really solid uh, play and on every position, but when it comes to your quarterback, you got to keep them healthy in some capacity. Best but. quarterback in the game right now, Patrick Mahomes. When they made it to the Super Bowl against the Bucks. He was under pressure that entire game. And how and many points did they score? Yeah, the result of it. Yep, that's what happens. Well, we got a lot more to talk about here on Out of Bounds. Keep those phone calls and text messages coming at 501-661-1037. We'll have what's trending in the world of sports, as well as a lot more here on a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. So stay with us. From the 
same ownership that brought you Whitehall Fresh Market, now comes Prime Fresh Market in Sheridan. Still that same authentic meat market with the best selection of quality meats as well as one-on-one personal service. Prime Fresh Market, located on the Sheridan Bypass, is Grant County's newest home for a huge variety of seafood. Fresh cooked-to-go dishes, salad bar options, deli sandwiches, seafood boils, and the best quality meat selections around. All this along, of course, with a legendary lunch buffet. It can be found in Sheridan at Prime Fresh Market. Look them up on Facebook today. Do you need rainwater halt in Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Attention seafood lovers, Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Have something to say to 103.7 The Buzz? Say it all on the Asher Wrecker and Recovery live fan feedback. Comment your suggestions, ask questions, and tell your opinions all on the Asher Wrecker and Recovery live fan feedback. Asher Wrecker and Recovery, under new ownership. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. Do you have heart failure and often hear? Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On your way to the Little Rock Airport this morning, you want secure parking and fast. At Expressway Airport Parking, our lot is well-lighted and has 24-hour security. Only customers and employees can enter the gate. Your car and you are safe from thieves. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Pay less than municipal airport parking at Expressway Airport Parking. Left of the airport entrance next to the Comfort Inn. Goodbye, 9 to 5. So long, paper checks. Later on, trips to the bank. Tired of business as usual? Say hello to business banking services from Arvest Bank. At Arvest, we support those starting new businesses or even new side hustles with loans, advanced merchant services, easy online banking tools, and time-saving products like remote deposit capture. Goodbye limits, hello possibilities. Arvest Bank, member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. Get up to $7,000 off a 2023 Silverado. And 1.9% is available for when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 1.9 is also available on 2023 Equinox 
and no payments for the rest of the summer. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, WatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And those are just some of the deals with uh, some of the financing deals that are on GuadneyChevrolet.com. But plenty of other deals on there. And they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. And we'll have what's trending in the world of sports in just a second, too. Uh, but uh, we had a few people that were texting in on our Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501. says, how can I listen to your previous shows? Well, all you got to do is just go to wherever podcasts are found, whether it's Apple or Spotify or anything like that, and you can check it out that way, too. Or if you uh, are someone who's on YouTube or follows the shows, or at least 1037 The Buzz on Facebook and on Twitter, you can actually watch and listen to the shows via our live stream. Those stay up there forever, so you can go back and uh, check them out that way. So, yeah, many ways to check out previous shows. You guys are uh, looking forward to getting into that. Also, let's see. Actually, we'll save that one because we'll get into that uh, later in the show, too. But there's a lot of things going on in the world of sports, so let's talk about what's trending. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A lot of things, actually, but we'll start with the NBA. How about James Harden? Man, okay. Just uh, tell us how you really feel there, James. Uh, Two days after it was reported that the 76ers ended trade talks for James Harden, he decided to uh, say during an Adidas media event in China, quote, Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be a part of the organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. So so, uh, intense and serious that he said it twice in a row. That Man. relationship has taken a tumble because at one time they were really close, and that was why James Harden went to the Sixers to begin with. Yeah, what? I wonder what happened. Is it simply because of the not getting the trade request done? or Well, it started with his contract, and he took a reduced payment last season, and then uh, you know he was promised certain things, and when they didn't come to fruition, then that was why he requested to be traded in the first place. And uh, so everything is just kind of falling apart. Yeah, it certainly seems like it. Not mentioning any words, but we'll see uh, what happens for uh, both sides in that story. Because that is uh, not something you want to see from a star player, especially there in Philadelphia. But uh, also some interesting news, too. We just talked about this a few weeks ago with Jim Harbaugh, uh, Michigan head football coach. We know that he was suspended for the first four games of the season due to some NCAA infractions. Okay, whatever. They played four nobodies, essentially, and moving on. Well, that was until... The NCAA committee on infractions did not approve of the violations, or at least the sentencing, if you would. And they have it to where now it's uncertain of whether or not it'll just be four games, but could be a lot more. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah, see, the wording there matters. We're talking about a lot more, because when you say it could be more, then that could be five games. They just add one on, or maybe six. But when they say a lot more, then... um, We'll see if it happens to become a lot more. Yeah, I need to go back and find the reporter, what the, one of the tweets were from a college football uh, analyst, but uh, they were even saying that um, you know it could be as much of a season, but I, I would be surprised if that ended up happening. But still, the fact that uh, sources told ESPN that the, they're cautious in the next steps because they're very uncertain, and Harbaugh's status to the start of the season or any potential suspension is yet to be determined, but the case could go to a full hearing of the committee or Michigan could at- attempt to do self-imposed penalties. So what a what a weird thing. I, I don't even know. I thought we were just moving That's on. That's what Michigan that. should do, just self-impose and move on. Yeah, like and what? then if uh, anybody has something to counter that, then it's like, okay, well, he's going to coach until there's some kind of resolution, 
and that could play out over a long period of time. Yeah, that could be extremely problematic, especially when you think about the fact that today, part of what's trending is that the AP poll officially got released in college football, and the Michigan Wolverines are number two. So they have a lot of expectations this year, and they don't want to see their head coach get suspended for any more than what he has to, but they got to get that figured out because uh, the Big Ten is another conference that's uh, really good this year and got some depth, and uh, the number three team, Ohio State, may have something to say about uh, them being number two. But, man, yeah, they got to get that figured out. And speaking of the AP poll, it did come out. No surprise, Georgia is your number one team in the country, followed by Michigan, Ohio State at two and three. Alabama dropped all the way to four. That's that, <laughs> they got to be pissed about that. LSU is at five. You got USC at six, Penn State at seven, Florida State at eight, nine is Clemson, and number 10 is Washington. So there's your top ten for the AP poll. I don't have any issues with those. I think they're about right for the most part. Who, who knows at this time of the year anyway? It's like they yeah. haven't played any games, and they're putting something together. And then you have teams that are going to play against each other, so it's all going to shake out over the season. I was trying to think of uh, if I could make that work. Now I can't because I was going to say, wow, there's four Big Ten teams in there when you count USC, but they're not a Big Ten team yet. They will be. But, yeah, the Big Ten's got well representation there for three teams, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Uh, you got a few from the ACC with Florida State and Clemson. Pac-12 has two with Washington and USC, and the SEC has three. But, yeah, no uh, no Big 12 teams in there. Hmm. Hate to see that. Texas is number 11, but you all know about that. That's that's uh, that's another story for another day. Uh, also, in some other news, too, we talked about uh, those with the college football side of things, but uh, we're going to do this in the Razor Hog update. Hate to see this, but uh, Sam Bakke, the wide receiver for Arkansas, who is, of course, one of the four-star players out of last year's recruiting class, was entering this season and looked like he was having a good fall camp. It was reported that he is going to miss the season after uh, having uh, some sort of knee injury. So something happened in the scrimmage. Did not look good. Sam Pittman talked about it. He didn't want to speculate, but it looks like it's been confirmed now by the U of A that he will be missing the 2023 football season. So hate to see that. Yeah, uh, that receiver, the receiving core, they had – Plenty of depth, but anytime you see players go down, it's uh, you feel for them. Oh yeah, especially in this situation where he's going to miss the entire season. Yeah, and I mean it's just it's a terrible thing to get injured no matter what. But like the knee injury, you know, when you're a wide receiver, you know, knees are very important. And there's a lot of times where you know I don't want to try to make comparisons, but you know, think back to somebody like a Greg Childs, who was a great wide receiver, but and, and a lot of people thought he would be one of the better ones when he got to the NFL, but had knee in, uh, injuries on both knees and really kept him out from being able to find some sort of way and roll into the NFL. So, yeah, knees are important in the game of football. So hopefully he gets a speedy recovery and a full recovery. So Arkansas will be without him this football season. But still got a lot of other headlines we'll dive into. But we will talk about Razorback Fall Camp. Andrew Ellis, FoxSports.com, is going to be joining us on the other side of the break. He was there for practice today and got to hear from some of the tight ends as well as the tight end coach. So we'll get to what they had to say as well as more of your phone calls and text messages here on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So stay with us. Second Hour of Out of Bounds up next. Facility Maintenance Services presents Belinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Serving Central Arkansas, Facility Maintenance Services. We don't cut corners, we clean them. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, when is my luck going to change? And I was like, you need to go with Tunica, bro. And he was like, yeah. Good idea.